This episode was recorded on November 15th, 2020. Hello, welcome to the comic panel. I'm Taylon. I'm Cody. I'm Jacob. And I'm Shawenta. And today we're going to talk about the comic book Irredeemable, written by Mark Wade and illustrated by <laughs> Peter Krause, colors by yeah. Andrew Dollhouse, and letters by Ed Dukeshire, hmm. and uh, the Plutonian character designed by Paul Azketa. Gotta say, he seemed a little generic yep. to have like one guy create him for it this was... book. When did this, uh, when did Irredeemable come out? When did what come out? (laughs) This book. Because, like, the... 2017? 2015. 2015? Okay. Because it did kind of remind me of, um, the Plutonian character who was this book's, uh, not Superman. I think I'm pretty Mm -hmm. correct in saying that. Was, uh, very similar in design and kind of uh, character as uh, Homelander from The Boys. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's a... There's, there's one panel in particular, I'll try to mention it when we get to it, that like it looks straight up like the character from The Boys. So... Yeah. And that yeah, is I g- another series full of legally distinct versions of characters. Like, oh, there's a not-Superman, and there's a not-Wonder Woman, and there's a not-The Flash. <laughs> I, I will say this. At the very least, Homelander's name is very distinct from Superman. The it Plutonian is, is, is not, not very much. Plutonian's a little bit of an obvious, like, rip of, like, <laughs> yeah. hey, he's not Kryptonian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, although, like, it's just kind of strange that, like, I don't know, it feels like lots of of people in the world of Superman, you know, know about Superman because like, you know, it's like the government is all like, well, we got to know more about this guy, but this world, it's all like, we don't know anything at all. And we never even thought to ask questions. And I'm like, really? You seem to be like posing this like kind of realistic world, but you didn't ask any questions or like demand answers from him. Like at all. nobody, Nobody knows anything about anything in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> like okay, yep. yes. So yeah, th- this story starts off with that character already gone bad, mm-hmm. and, and attacking a uh, family. And I am unclear as to who that was. Uh, I narrowed it down yes. to either Citadel or Metal Man. I would guess hmm. Citadel because, like, I don't see any like obvious metal. If he's Metal Man, then mm-hmm. like you would think yeah. a lot of these characters are kind of on the nose with their <laughs> naming. So, mm-hmm. uh, although he looks very much like Green Arrow. Okay, yeah, I kind of see it. He's got like a very um, generic like domino mask, mm-hmm. um, a kind of like suit of armor doesn't really give him like a lot of character. But like, yeah. so yeah, Plutonian. It didn't even matter though. <laughs> that they didn't give yeah. him character. 
That's true. Is burning down the house. Um, this character escapes into a not bat cave. Um, where Plutonian kills him and his daughter. So already villain established, which is are we? Good, no, actually guess. he. But he kills. Uh, are his we also wife not him? I, I kind of, I kind of, uh, yeah, skipped over that. But that he also does that. Mm-hmm. Are we also not sure that he is not a hornet? Could be the hornet, because I guess yeah, the screen in this not back cave <laughs> says the hornet fails to stop a oh plutonium rampage. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. it could be the hornet, but also this is like. Nothing. So it's just, it is just a villain establishing moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I don't think it super matters who it is because I feel like most people who show up end up dead because of him. That is also true. And then we yeah. So then it's this is something I have a problem with. It flashes to one week later. But what we're seeing is actually the flashback of the character that they're talking to a week later, which is actually really dumb. And I didn't notice it the first time through until I, I started rereading it. I didn't notice that either. Yeah, no, I, I that was really confusing when I started reading it. I was like, hmm, I don't. What's what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I got it once they were like. At a certain point, you realize, of course, but yeah. it still was annoying. It's like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, yeah. they could could have literally been, like, meanwhile, like, <laughs> we don't know what happened in that week. Same to us. Or, well, it would have been more like yeah. a few weeks ago. It would have been better. No, no, if they did a few weeks ago, we can't do that because it's... It's not actually happening. They're just asking him to recount it. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like the oh, okay. the sequence of events, I think, is wrong. Like, it'd be one thing, like, if it's one week later and you're sitting down talking to somebody and asking them to flash back something. You're, it's just mm-hmm. weird to flash forward to something that happened in the past when you're talking to somebody. It's just weird. I mean, I think it's done on purpose. It doesn't make it any less annoying, though, the fact that they start off with him recounting it without mm-hmm. actually showing who they're talking to. Well, they could have, like, mm-hmm. would, would have been okay if they had different, or, like, the colors were lighter, paler. Oh, to kind of, like, indicate that it's a flashback? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it would have indicated it as a flashback, but then it just would have been weird that it was one week later. Mm-hmm. But still a flashback. Gotcha. Yeah. But the flashback is of the Plutonian taking down a giant metal thing. And yeah. the character and this was when the character who's recounting the story meets the Plutonian for the first time. His name is uh yeah. Sam Sarah. Sam yeah, Sam Sarah. Sam Sarah, yeah. Or they, they call him Sam. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. um, they, you know, they're just asking him questions like, what's up with the, the Plutonian? Remember anything? 
It's like, you know, all I remember is that meeting him for the first day, being like, oh, you know, can't wait. All right, look up to him, you know, can't wait to work alongside him. But then noticing that the plutonium, you know, despite the fact that he just triumphed over this villain, he's standing mm-hmm. there and there's some, like he doesn't hear the people <clears throat> who are right next to him. He's kind of out of it. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, the audience is clued in that he's focusing on people, specific people in the audience. He's hearing people being rude to him, despite the fact that, you know, intermingled with that is like people being like, oh, my God, thank you. And then, like, of course, he hears the one like person ragging on him. I think Sam kind of says it as, you know, it was a weird look that came over him. But he couldn't identify what what kind of emotion it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so then we get pan out to Sam's like, I, I, I'm sorry, I just cannot remember. They're like, can I, I'm tired. Can I go to sleep now? And they're like, yes. Yeah, he goes. And then you see him, he's halfway in the dirt. And you're like, Oh, he did. I, I didn't initially That's, get hmm. that, I think. I was just like, ah, oh, he's half buried. Like, man, the, the Plutonian just, like, <sighs> shoved him in the ground, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's, they, you know, they, they're building up to the fact that Sam's dead already, which was mm-hmm. really interesting. Like, I don't think, do they actually go into how they got him out of there? Um, but no. they have that early panel where he's, like, shown... They're talking to him, trying to get him to recount more, and he's like up to his torso in dirt. And I was like, uh, "Does he need to do that for his powers or something?" <laughs> and and then of course they show like the back of his head. Um, yeah, I don't totally get what that scar was. I thought that was something the plutonium gave him. Yeah, yeah. When, I think it's I think it's a laser scar, but it when the plutonium, be, I guess, fairy. used his not heat vision. To uh, kill his partner? I mean, I think it is heat vision. <laughs> I think they said, like, he carved up oh, his brain, wait, is it, right? Mm-hmm. Is it, like, microwave vision or something? I don't know. It's something. No, no, he, like, he literally lasered <laughs> his head. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, and so keep in mind, this Sam guy is his partner. So, like, equally dubious, or even more dubious, I guess. What? Well, no, he is ex-partner now. Well, After yes. you get, like, lobotomized, you are no yes. longer a full-on partner. True. And I think it, was, it wasn't really, like, I don't think they were, um, like, partners' partners. I think it was, at least to me, it kind of seemed like a, uh, a Rick Jones in The Hulk or a Jimmy Olsen mm. in Superman to be a little more on the nose. It's just like, mm. you're kind of around. You can do some good, but, like... What have, whatever happens to you isn't really going to bother me. I, I don't think so, because at the, at the end, they they uh, explain their relationship, and it's more like a partnership. I mean... It's it's weird. Isn't, he's, isn't he kind of young? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, he, he, he young, looks he looks also, young. Also, yeah. like Jimmy Olsen and Rick Jones kind of are, to those <laughs> other characters. Or Ro- Batman and Robin, if you want to be like a more... Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, but it's less of Batman and Robin because Robin is like, you know, 
closer to Batman's like skill level, even though Batman is obviously like the superior fighter or whatever. You know, it's supposed to be that they they like bring their own strengths, but this is definitely like you know much more of like like yeah like I mean I, I can only see it as like a a super powered version of like the young man teenage uh sidekick that uh you know just like is isn't as powerful though you know mostly gets them into trouble mm-hmm. kind of like a an almost damsel <laughs> i yeah i think it, it feels a lot like sidekick but it also feels like plutonium just does not need a sidekick and i don't mm-hmm. think sam could even keep up if he wanted to I don't. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, what I would say, Taylor, is that like towards the end of the book, um, we get what um, I keep wanting to say Homelander, but it's not Homelander. What Plutonian like kind of wants people to think about him, and so like at the point, like I have a hard time believing what he says. Like it may be what really? he wants to believe, but I don't think he actually believes it. Hmm. Like when oh. you're at the point of multiple like. Uh, extinction level events happening because you did them and you still want to act how like you do or how he does at the end of the book like I don't have any sympathy or like want to believe what he says is true so gotcha because <laughs> he's the reason that's my problem he is the reason <laughs> for all of the things that go bad in this and he still wants to be the victim he's like no you don't get to be you don't get to be the cause and the person who's in pain about it that's not how that works <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna be really interesting to discuss that part <laughs> yeah so so yeah so the people who were asking uh, Sam to recount any information that he had with him um, were ex-teammates of the plutonium and mm-hmm uh, they what do they have a makeshift plan or something? Oh yeah, so they they say okay, you go and ask his girlfriend some questions, and we'll go do some uh, other stuff. The thing is, it's like don't... yeah, see if he had a secret identity, try to find his parents, which is yeah. all stuff that it seems like people should know about him if they like are as close as like everybody seems to want to say they were with him. Like, didn't mention his secret identity or what he did before. No, see, I I don't think that they claimed to be close to him that much. That's why they went to go see Sam. Okay, but they did did have, like, like, towards the end, they were saying, oh, he said he came from, like, another planet. Oh, he said his parents were from, he he was orphaned as a child mutant or whatever. And, mm-hmm. like, all of them are like, is he just, like, telling us, you know, he all told us different things. Like, what what's true, then? Right. But, yeah. yeah. Doesn't seem like there was a lot of off time of them, like, for uh, socializing in the break room or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. Yeah. It, it's kind of, like, I guess what bothers me a little bit is that, like, especially if you're, like, a superhero, like... Comic comic book superhero like aficionado, um, you know, then you're all like, okay, so like the Justice League, they have this big database about everybody, you know, 
And I just feel like, you know, if you're going to make this kind of, like, not Justice League deconstruction and then, like, you know, not reference those kinds of details, you have to say, oh, those don't exist in this world. And maybe that's just too much work to put on the story. Like, you know, you just want to tell the story. I could I could believe that, but it's just, like, it feels missing. It's all, like, where's the explanation that we can't just do the things that we expect, like, you know, the the actual Justice League to do if if they were in this situation? You know, I just remembered... Also- Hey, I have a name. They're, the name is the Paradigm. Yeah. God, I forgot that already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. So we get to like the girlfriend part next, right? Um, mm-hmm. Where yeah. I'm not gonna remember her name. So so it starts off with uh, a teammate, Caden. Okay, talking Kaden, about how that's she right. first met the Plutonian. And she was kind of like, hey, I had that, but also like, uh, wow, you're here, is, is what it felt like. It was like, oh, you're here. I, I, I got that. You didn't need to, like, maybe like, uh, you didn't need to come yeah, here. Kind it was like? more like, it was, I mean, it was one of her first times meeting him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was talking about how she's inexperienced sort of dealing with, you know, she had her powers, but she's inexperienced. Her powers her to recite, like, I'm pretty sure Japanese folklore, and then she can, like, manifest them as ghost demons to fight the enemies. Mm-hmm. And she's so inexperienced that, uh, like, one of the bad guys was going to shoot her in the back, but the plutonium swoops in and saves her. And, he, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You know, this is embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, no, you know, I didn't do anything. She knows that she probably would have gotten hit if he didn't swoop mm-hmm. in and help her. But mm-hmm. he's so weirdly, I don't know. Yeah, he, he, I thought I thought she was the one later because yeah. he was just, like, touching her chin and whatever. And I that, that's... he does that with everybody, I guess. I don't see yeah. him doing that with everybody, but the fact that he did that to her, I was like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, also, a little point that I wanted to point out is that, like, yeah, she definitely, like, I think that that is the main use of her power is, like, calling upon, like, dead Japanese folklore spirits, but... um she also just has power over the dead in general because she was the one that was able to awaken Samsara. Okay, when, when I did, did not get that part. That? I was, like, wondering yeah. who was doing that. I was like, how did they do that? Yeah, I, I was just now looking at in the background of the, that scene and she was, like, you know, doing the, like, little energy hand thing, like... <laughs> gotcha. So, so that was the past, and now we jump to the present, and she's the one looking for his girlfriend, whose name is Alana. And... Yeah, so her hair is white now. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's been between those two, like, whether her hair got naturally white from age, or whether she just, like, got kind of freaked out and prematurely. Yeah. I mean, when a god's hunting. Although I didn't even ask myself that question. 
was like, oh, yeah. There was a lot of stuff that is just, like, not explained in this book, and it's part mm. of the problem of, like, this is where we're starting the universe with <laughs> this weird, like, evil Superman story. And it's like, okay, that's cool and all. Mm-hmm. But, like, are you going to explain to us who all of these characters who are, like, already established in this world are? Nah. I, I think they did it, like, kind of... No. Just grazing the water. It's like... It Give you feels enough like I'm reading palatable. It feels like I had never read like a a DC comic before, and then started reading like Kingdom Come or something. <laughs> I, like, I don't know who these characters are. I don't know what they're about. Mm, gotcha. I mean, that's like, why I thought the first uh, books before this. I was I was sated. There's like there's a specifically like a part about um like when we get to the villains like in issue three, and they're like all in like somebody else's evil lair. They just keep tossing around names yeah, that I'm supposed to know true. who they're talking about. And it's like, That's the problem. When? When that's you did what? I, I like the premise a lot of, like, the, you know, this is clearly the villain. He has, he's pretty much a god, even in comparison to most of these hero, superheroes. Mm-hmm. But then also the fact that they're trying to make me remember all these names and, like, get hints of their relationships just based on being like, oh, so-and-so get along, so-and-so don't get along. I'm like, who? They mm. haven't shown up on screen yet. Like, when they get to the villains part, I was like... One of them doesn't so show up at all. Superheroes? It's like, yeah, are you talking to people who are in the room with you? Or is this somebody else? No, one, one of them was completely somebody else. Villains. Yeah. Also, that might like be bad design, though. Why did why did they have the bad guy, the main bad guy that was dressed in purple, also look like that one hero guy that's dressed in purple? You mean Volt? Is that what I mean? Huh? Yeah. Volt's the hero guy. Who's the villain? I I mean. Um, I, I can't remember what is what they called him, but you know he was uh, he was the one that was kind of the leader of the villains, though. Okay, okay, I know who you're talking about. Oh yeah, no, I know. The, well, he was like, the most not proactive, or whoever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, okay. See, that's the problem. When I can remember the characters best by who they're not, it's that's the fixer. The it's the fixer. Okay. I, for some reason, I remember that as the fixinator. <laughs> I remember so it. And... Extra Phineas and Ferb in that. <laughs> I mean, he looks different. He looks different from the hero. But like, like I was saying, I couldn't tell they were villains based on first glance, and that's like not super great mm-hmm. design. Really? Do you would think that uh, villains would? would be designed differently. I, I, I would have just gone with like what they were saying. I I mean, when you're doing a story like this where you don't know them, you haven't had time to get to know them, you better be able to tell kind of what side they're on or what they're about based on first glance. Because we're not going to delve into their backstories. Who cares? Like, they died. Like, yeah, all but one of them are dead immediately after their first, their first uh, introduction. Yeah. I'm just realizing women women didn't do great in this book. Not a lot of agency in this book. It's um it's a little tough. Um back to the story, we get um the girlfriend like how she met uh the Plutonian and then also 
Okay, that wait, there's wait. This guy at work. Okay, go ahead. No, so once we're getting into that, were they? But they have to mention first that Sky City, the city they were in charge of, has just been destroyed, mm-hmm. pretty much. Right. Not just been destroyed, but it has been destroyed mm-hmm. by Plutonian. And the fact that, like, anybody who's left is either unable to leave or, like, too... Because they can't see themselves being anywhere else and figure that the Plutonium won't come back or they're too scared to leave mm-hmm. or whatever. And they're, like, hoping that the girlfriend is both of those things. And, yeah, she's just chilling with a gun. And, and a cigarette. Gotta pass the time. So, yeah, when Kanan first encounters her, uh, she's like, oh, Plutonium obviously sent you here to kill me. I don't know how you're going to fight a superhero with a gun, though. <laughs> Just got to be quick. I, her power isn't yeah, super speed. I, although, I guess, like, maybe this is something for, like, I guess the public may not know that, like, Plutonium has gone rogue, and now this is just, like, does the public think that, like, all superheroes are evil now? The magazine covers that are later on shown, they just say that the other superheroes are gone during this crisis. Oh, okay. They're like, where are they? That's all they say, literally. They don't I guess because otherwise, like, I don't understand, like, why if she thinks Plutonian wanted her dead, why he wouldn't just do it. Like, obviously he doesn't have a problem killing when you, mm-hmm. like, literally later in the a scene. whole city. But, Literally later in the scene, they're like, oh, we can help keep you safe. And she's like, if he wanted to find me, he could find me in, like, five seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so... My brother's always watching. <laughs> she goes into a backstory about how he and the Plutonian met and then uh, dated. Basically, they were at a function, a, fun, a charity event, and the... And Modius, or, no, it wasn't Modius. It was uh, Darago. Yeah. Darago? Dargo. Whatever. Some villain. It's French. It's something. <laughs> Dargo attacked the charity event, and then the Plutonian intervened. And she was the one saying, she said, acted as a fire marshal, trying to get everybody out there. And then the Plutonian came and was like, wow, that was very brave. And then just flew her away. No, he had her dance in the sky with him right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's just like, uh, so that go ahead. That would kind of scream to me photo op. Like I, I was questioning whether or not they were actually in a relationship because he just picked her up right in the middle of everybody. And I'm like, did you do that just to get people to say, oh, girlfriend? Because because that was what uh, they referred to Alana as. Before was the media's so-called girlfriend. I found it really interesting yeah. that they couldn't remember her because mm. it felt like it was. I guess it's tabloid news kind of thing. But yeah, so yeah. she's talking about how they went on dates and there's this weird guy who who was smiling at her and she was like, eh, yeah, no. yeah. So she went on. She was. Busy being happy with the plutonium, like him taking her on like crazy vacations where he could just mm-hmm. like take her off to a beach, probably in some tropical location. And meanwhile, she still has to work her uh, her job as a sound engineer, which isn't too bad, you know. Yeah, to... she seems to like her job. 
Yeah, yeah and to like, avoid one of her co-workers who, like, has a crush on her, obviously, some dude at work. And, like, she has six or seven co-workers, but they're all pretty decent people. Well, she was like, oh, you know, he's not creepy. He's just, you know, sweet. Yeah, like, even in her words. The, like, the crush. That's, I guess, Mark Wade saying it's her words. So it's, uh, yeah. I don't know how somebody would actually feel about that. Um, <laughs> well, also, that too, yeah, to me, it sounds out. like... How you would describe an old man. He's like, oh, yeah, kind of weird, but he doesn't, like, mean to be weird. Yeah. He's just kind of, like, old and doesn't know any better. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we get, I think this is the first mention of, like, the one character who was, like, ever hurt, uh, the Plutonian, with oh, uh, yeah. Modius. Yep. Not a lot of explanation of, like, what Modius does or who he is, but... He's important, I guess. Um, and then there's one time uh, when they were at work, Dan pulled her aside with like a supply closet. And yeah, her co-worker who has the crush on her. He's like, I gotta tell you something. In and she didn't fight back. Closet or whatever. She, she wasn't like, this is, he's taking me to a secondary location. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I... Yeah, I think she was more concerned, like, is something wrong? Is there something going mm-hmm. on? Yeah. Uh, and then it's, no, I pulled you into the closet so I could reveal to you that I'm the Plutonian. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't take it very well. No. She takes yeah. it Not at all. really poorly. That's like half <laughs> of the woman was... from Smallville. It's, it's I... really interesting that, like, we talked, like, two weeks ago about, you know, you should just tell your partner about, like, the mm-hmm. secrets that you have, that you're actually a superhero. Right. And then, in this book, that isn't what you should do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Although I don't really yeah. understand her reason for, like, not being... Not not to say, like, she's not cool about it, but, like, I don't really understand why she was that, like, upset about it. Well, yeah, th- this I, is I, one I... thing that, like, you know, and it doesn't spell it out for you very well, but, like thinking about how he he basically set up like i mean he didn't set up the whole situation where they like first met at the fundraiser you know because obviously Mm -hmm. the villain did attack and as far as we know that wasn't his fault but you know he definitely saw that as an opportunity to be all like hey i like you instead of you know but they were already working together he already mm-hmm. developed a crush on her, and then he was all like, I'm just going to use my superhero identity to just, mm-hmm. like, get mm-hmm. in here. I, yeah, I totally get why she did, she was like, this is lying to me, and I don't want to continue this relationship. But her being like, now everybody, I need you to know this. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. You're going to spill That's... the beans because of this? Like, really? <laughs> It seems like like a bit of of overreaction, but, like, I do like how he just, like, walks out still, like, with his shirt, like, pulled out, and it's like, uh, uh, uh. This is just a costume. I'm a cosplayer. Yeah, Yeah, I'm a really, I'm way too into him. Everybody's like, oh my god, he dressed up as her boyfriend. That's weird. (laughs) Because he doesn't, did he change his face back, too? No. I can't remember. No, he didn't. Oh, like, oh yeah, because he has brown hair when he's Dan, and then like he runs his hair through it, and it's blonde. I also think it's interesting because, like, his real life is Dan, but like at the beginning of the issue when he rescued, um, 
Oh, what's her name? Alana? Uh, Kaiden. Like when Kaiden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Plutoni arrested Kaiden, he tells her to call him Tony. So, like, <laughs> that's at least, like, two different, like, civilian aliases he has. I, I always thought it was just... Makes that into a Unless, game later, doesn't it? Actually, no, I've just thought about it. Tony may just be short for Plutonian. Yeah. And it's just the Tony part of that. Yeah. Never mind. That's what I thought. But, I, I mean, he I does, thought too deep. He does seem to re- revel in the fact that he could be anyone, at least. Mm. You know, he talks <laughs> the human population with that later. You that's, can find me in that, and it's hilarious. <laughs> It's it's a little funny, but it's it also went to the problem of you can't be the supervillain and then also complain that people don't like you. <laughs> yeah. That's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, I I like okay. I still, I'm still thinking about the fact that uh, what Cody was talking about, where he like he very obviously was just like watching her and crushing on her, and then just being like, like using a different alias to get near her. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like that. That's mm-hmm. so creepy. <laughs> yeah. Like, because yeah. obviously she wasn't interested in you when you weren't the plutonium. So suddenly you're going to be like, well, now you see the greatness about me, huh? Overlooked this nerd, did you? <laughs> like, no. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you guys just no, no, that, knew each other then. I don't recommend this, but... It would be better if you just rubbed it in her face. But you can't oh. expect the relationship to continue from there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you if can't you do that and just be like, perfect guy, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. And so, like, <laughs> the chain of bad decisions continues at this, like, uh, radio station where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, now that we know our coworker is actually the Plutonian, we need to send it out on the radio and let everybody know. <laughs> I, is, I can't. And I, like, I'm even though I don't away. understand, like, why she did what she did, I understand mm-hmm. what, like, the radio station did even less. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's no monetary <laughs> gain. How badly do you want to break this news? Mm-hmm. Where, like, nobody even started right. to think about, like, oh, this actually might not be good information to know. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, like, I feel like, you know, you need to have, like, a meeting or something. It's not like your coworker is just going to sell out and be all like, actually, you know, I just told you guys, but I'm going to go tell the other news station and, mm-hmm. and you know, they'll pay me the big bucks. You got it for free, but <laughs> I just came to my senses. Like, no, just have a meeting about it. Talk about it a little bit. <laughs> I mean, think about it this I, way. I, he was your yeah. teammate. Like, he was, he, he was a coworker. And you're yeah, just going like, to oust him like that? Like, like, it's not like he was doing anything, like, okay, if you find out that your co-worker is, like, Ted Bundy 2, then yes, you should let people know. But, like, you just found out that he is Superman. Right. Why, why is the first thing to, like, we need to let the, we need to let the public know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, maybe that just is the kind of personality that gets you into radio. <laughs> maybe. We say yeah, like broadcasting on a radio station. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, we brought it. We brought it up earlier. Like you know, we were all like kind of joking about if he was just like ah, this is just a costume, and then they make fun of him for that, and it's kind of sad. But like honestly, like 
they should have thought of that too. Maybe it was just a costume. Like they should be like good journalists and like fact check <laughs> Way too what's going yeah. on. Need to accept it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he destroys the satellite. I wonder what they would do during a Halloween party. <laughs> so, so I don't know. It seemed like pretty. Yeah. They're like, all right. Everybody, the Plutonian is, and then the Plutonian just flies and destroys a satellite before the radio signal can get to it. So, uh-oh. Can't get the word out. And they're like, how dare you? And he puts uh, the fear of God into them, basically, or the flu, the fear of Plutonian. Yeah, and it's like, uh, take- has them realize how bad of an idea it is to just, like, broadcast... Mm-hmm. Who he is and where he works. Yeah. When he's not being the Plutonian. Mm-hmm. And then he takes Alana away and he's like, I forgive you. I love you. Will you marry me? She's like, uh, I don't even know who you are anymore. Bye bye. So- yeah, this is actually like, I, this is something I will say about this book is that it is like without shoving it in your face about it. It really is capturing the idea of when a superhero like feels that the the identity is the costume more than the um mm. than the superhero is because like he's he could care less about being Dan you know he mm-hmm. is not a human that is not who he is but like to her it's all like wait wait where is your your human self I don't understand mm-hmm. <laughs> like. I so, do yeah, really that is... enjoy that line. I forgive you. <laughs> oh, thanks. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> they both made mistakes. I can't. I can't say. I that. mean, she should be apologizing to the people at the radio who is like she has exposed that secret to, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, your lives are kind of over now. Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally. <laughs> yeah, they. Most of them end up, like, killing themselves? Three kill themselves, one dies. Yeah, three suicides, one overdose, overdose, one right after the other is, like, the exact quote. But it's like, yeah, like, it's... She, like, should be... She should feel betrayed, but I don't know if, like, the answer to that is, like, I need to let everybody I work with know, like, and then also kind of ruin their lives at the same time. That's mm-hmm. probably not the answer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Caden is like, all right, uh, do you have any f- more information? And she's like, he says something about Wyoming. Like, oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's kind of like, it. Even, even with her, he wasn't able to tell like where he came from. He kind <sighs> of maybe mentioned he had parents in Wyoming, but even yeah. that was a slip-up. Yeah. And then he expects that they were going to end up getting married. I, yeah. I mean, it's these little things that are, like, showing, like, his personality, which I find really interesting. I, I think the part about the I forgive you is the fact that he, I mean, yeah, she did mess up, but also the fact that he kind of messed up and totally misunderstood any, like, he misunderstood what was going on in the relationship. And he's unwilling to see that, like, maybe this would have come as a shock to her. <laughs> Well, no, I'm sure he was like, he'd be like, it makes sense now. 
I get oh my it. Gosh. <laughs> well, yeah, but that like that would only work if they had anything outside of like a coworker relationship. Like if they yeah. knew each other outside of work, and he was like constantly late to meetings or like didn't yep. show up to like lunch dates or something. Like if he was at all like looking for a relationship outside of just like being around her, then like maybe this would have gone better. But like if the relationship out. is only with Plutonian and Dan is just like around, that's never gonna work. I mean that was the relationship between yeah. Lois and Clark and Smallville. Friends, sort of. Yo, or like I didn't it's even um, feel like he was friends with her though at work. She was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's nice. I kind of avoid him though. <laughs> he's fine. Shy. Doesn't really talk much, but like if it had been like Clark Kent like talking to Lois and it's like Lois turns down Clark Kent because she's in love with Superman and then it turns out they're the same person, like that's yeah. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does oh huh. Yeah, there's a lack yeah. of any substantial connection. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anyway. So, so then Caden's like, um, yeah, I have uh, some information. Or, or what else? She was recording the conversation uh, to a guy named Cubit, who is kind of the leader of the rest of the heroes. And they're like, okay, um, mm-hmm. come back to base, and that'll be that. And so it was weird. I didn't catch this at first. He was looking at a guy sitting next to him, and he was typing on the computer, and he had, like, wide eyes. And then they panned to, like, a whole bunch of them around him. And I was like, who are these people? I don't... Did you did you catch I... who this was supposed to be? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I did. Like, weird oh. Modius robots, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least, like, but you I don't know they're robots, but they could confused. be, like, clones or... Mm-hmm. Maybe different alternate versions of Modius. Who knows? Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't catch that at all. I was like, who are these people? I mean, and then yeah, we that's, get... But that's yeah. fair, though, because it is just like dude in suit as his character yeah. design, which is also kind of kind of lazy. I'm just going to say, mm-hmm. like, I get it. Bad guys wear suits. Cool. But yeah. how am I supposed to, like, this is the second time I've seen this character. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to give some kind of, like, and, distinguishing feature. Give him a scar. The, Give him a weird tie, something. And in the the first time that we see him, he's only in like two panels. And then next chapter, we get into some really weird stuff. Yeah, so I have some some questions and some theories about this scene. Mm-hmm. So, because sure, okay, so like the first page of this chapter is, um. Plutonian, and it looks like one of his teammates, uh, I can't remember her name, though, what she goes by, but, uh, they're in bed together. Oh, oh, then, Oh, yeah, Betty. Yeah, you're right. Um, and, but then Plutonian is also, like, you know, there's, there's him, like, you know, obviously, like, naked and on, and on top of her. But then there's him suited up and flying above them. There's two of him, and this isn't. Well, this no, isn't the I, first I, time. I, I thought it's it was the different. one on the bed. I, like I the mean, one on huh? the bed has like a 
uh, has like a goatee thing. As as so the camera not, turns around, uh, yeah, as yeah, the camera yeah. turns around, you realize it's somebody else that he, yeah. you know, it's these two people that mm-hmm. he's, he's like conducting. He's telling them know. what to do. Yeah, the, my okay, theory is okay. that he's just such a narcissist that he the only way that like he can uh, get off is like seeing him seeing himself do it. But oh. like, no, nah. he's just reenacting it. I think. I think yeah. he's just constantly reenacting it. He's so I think, obsessed with like viewing it from all angles. I think it's just him trying to recreate uh, Bet. I I I pronounce it Bet. It's kind of e at the end. Bette. Well, I I usually see Betty as I. Yeah. See, I would say Betty as Y, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Bette, I think it is. So, but yeah. I just don't think they're going to have a girl named Bette. Yeah, so I was like okay, yeah. really creeped out that the fact that he forced these two people to sleep together and have them wear a wig. I'm like, hmm, hmm, okay. Yeah, it's weird. It's bizarre. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot of explanation other than, like, it being bizarre is like the whole explanation. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That kind of that dissolves like a, a different theory I had though, now that I, I, I when I this is this is what I was talking about. I, I said earlier that um I read this book in two chunks and so I forgot mm-hmm. that I realized that those were two different people. So okay. Gotcha. Um yeah, we'll we'll talk about next. the next part that I thought linked up to that part. <laughs> anyway, next we I get. I mean, also, oh. uh, we didn't we didn't mention that the the wig comes off of the woman, and she's mm-hmm. very obviously doesn't have short, bobbed black hair. She's blonde, yeah. curly hair, I think, and mm-hmm. she's kind of crying. And the dude who's with her in bed is like just you gotta follow along you know we, we both don't want to be here but we can't just say no to the plutonium mm-hmm. thank you for listening you can catch us on mondays 5 to 7 p.m on ksua 91.5 fm the people's radio you can subscribe to our youtube channel at the comic panel it's comic time or you can follow us on instagram at the underscore comic underscore panel or like our facebook page at it's comic time have a great rest of your day